This is The Pet Show with America's favorite pet expert, Warren Eckstein. Warren's the author of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want, How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want, and he's here to answer all your pet and animal questions. Now, say hello to Warren Eckstein. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Pet Show. Is your pug acting pretentious? Are your felines in need of some Freud? Does your chihuahua have you conned if you know they do? If you love animals, care about wildlife and the environment, and want to learn how to understand your dogs and cats almost as well as they understand you, if you're confused about your pet's behavior or just want to improve their lifestyle, stay tuned. Because once again, right here, right now, it is time for The Pet Show. America's first and only, and Canada's as well, first and only real pet psychology, training, pet behavior, and pet lifestyle show. So hop up on my couch, bring those furry little buddies with you folks, and once again, let the animal analyzing begin. Hello everybody, I'm Warren Eckstein, this is The Pet Show, the place where we absolutely, positively, never a doubt about it, love, adore, and as I stress every single week, respect pets and animals as much as you do. If you'd like to join me on the Evergreen Pet Show family, if you want to find out why your dogs are, are jumping, humping, digging, your cat is scratching your furniture, hates the new cat you brought into the household, not using a litter box, you get the idea. If you have a question about your pet's behavior, great time to give me a call. I will help you resolve any issues you may be having with your pets or more than likely any issues they may be having with you. And by the way, if you happen to be a new listener or a regular listener, it makes no difference. Everyone that calls into the pet show today and actually gets to speak to me live on the air will be getting a fabulous gift for their dog or cat. Again, if you're new, many of the items to give away are worth $25, $35, $45, and even more. So it's a great time to give me a call. I'll answer your question. At the same time, a great gift will be on its way for your best friend. The phone number here at the pet show, 877 877- 725 the phone number 877-725-8255 that is the way to get through let me tell you what i have planned for today's show however by now you're aware that there's no possible way warren's going to get all through the items he wants to because it's your fault your calls, your questions, your comments are always the priority on the pet show. So if you have a question or a comment, great time to call me, 877-725-8255. Here's what I have planned for today's show. <clears throat> if you're like most pet guardians, you likely have full conversations with your pets all day long. So do you know exactly how many words your dog or cat really understands? I'll explain coming up. Also, many dog guardians insist You insist that dogs are more affectionate than cats, that dogs love the people they live with more than cats do. Today I will prove once and for all, you're all wrong, and I'll explain how your cats show you how much they love you in different ways every day. Also coming up, if your backyard looks like a moonscape, if your dog is digging holes like there's the biggest treat in the world at the bottom, we'll talk about that. So why do dogs really dig, and is it fair to correct them, or should we let them dig? And of course, the burning question you're all wondering. Why did Santa Claus choose reindeer to pull his sleigh over all the other animals? There are thousands, millions of different kinds of animals, but Santa chose reindeer, and there's a reason for that. I'll explain why coming up. 
As always, plenty of time for your questions and comments. Lots of great stuff to give away. So, if your pet is chewing, jumping, confused about the litter box, maybe your dog's not housebroken, suffering with separation anxiety, your cat's depressed, your dog is chasing anything that moves, hates other dogs, cat scratched your favorite chair, and the dog literally believes that if he sees something, it's his job to hump it, I'd give me a call. That's what this show's all about. Helping you cope with your pets, as I said earlier, helping your pets cope with you. Again, that number, 877-725-8255. The question of the day is, no fights, guys. Do dogs love their guardians more than cats? Do dogs love their guardians more than cats? Give me a call. Let me get right to the phone lines here on the Pet Show. And let me start with my friend, Alicia. I'm Hi, here. Alicia. Hello. Hi, Alicia. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I thank you for being so patient on my LA show. I know we didn't get to you, so I'm taking you first year. How can I help? Thank, you? thank you. I, you know, I got the pleasure of listening the whole show while I was waiting. <laughs> um, I, I, um, well, first of all, I appreciate everything you do. I am moving in about a week and a half from a house to a little, not you know, a, an apartment. I have a five. Uh, he's about. Six years old, um, Chihuahua Mix Rescue. We call them blended. We, call, we don't call them mixes anymore. We call them blended breeds now. Oh, blended breeds. Okay. <laughs> um, and he's adorable and he's wonderful. He's just, I, I know it's going to be an adjustment for him. He's only always been with me in a home with a yard. And now we're going to have, you know, to go outside for walks and Every time he has to go to the back, that just the overall adjustment I'm concerned about. Yeah. He tends to listen, be a little we, anxious. Yeah, of course you're anxious. So let me resolve your anxiety for you, okay? Here's what we need to understand. We want to make the new apartment that you're going to be moving into as similar to the home from where the dog is coming. So before moving into that apartment, everything that the dog has at your home should be there. His bed, his food dishes, uh, all of the toys he had, uh, articles of your clothing should be there with your scent on them unwashed around the apartment so that your scent is very strong there. Uh, his scent should be strong there as well. You can put some stuff on rubber mum hand, put that around the house. All of that's going to make a major difference. His toy should be down on the floor. All of that will make all the difference in the world. If you have one bedspread or, or usually use it on your bed, make sure it's not washed before you bring it to the new location. Again, to make the dog feel a whole lot more comfortable. Now, what I would try to do, does he get along with other dogs? Uh, for the most part, yes. What I would do is I would make his walks the greatest thing in the world. I would sing him a little song. You know, when I was growing up, my mother had a song for everything. So make a little song. We're going for a walk. Whatever you need to sing. I, I'm not going to sing to you because everyone will hang up. Make a little song for the dog. Make the most exciting thing in the world new to him is going outside for this walk. What I would do right now uh, is when you do, do you walk him at all now or just is just the backyard? It's I do walk him, uh, but it's, he mostly goes to the bathroom in the backyard. Okay, so we're gonna, yeah, we're going to reverse that a little bit. The other thing you may want to do, and this is going to sound a little gross, when you move, on the day that you move, you might want to take some of his poop from where he's been going in your yard. You might want to okay. take it to an area where you plan on walking the dog. You might want to okay. put his scent down there to encourage him to go. Once you do that, you're over the hurdle altogether. Now, the new people might be looking at you like crazy. Everyone's picking up. There's Alicia putting down poop. But I want you to understand that once the dog picks up his own scent, but make sure that every time, I know you're busy. I know everyone's busy. But every time you take him out for a walk, Alicia, he thinks that he hits the lottery. If he has a favorite person, how far away are you moving from where you are now? Not far. It's just okay. about 
Nine miles. Okay, so if you have a favorite person, a relative that he really loves, make sure the first few times you take him outside, there's someone there to greet him that he already knows with one of his toys or one of his treats. You should have no trouble making their transition. When are you moving? Uh, it, just after Christmas. Oh, okay. What I, I don't know if I can get it to you by then. Um, if you go to my website, thepetshow.com, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of articles up there. They're all free. Uh, check out the one about moving with your pet. I was going to, you know what? I'm going to send you a copy of my book. It may not get there okay. before. Chances are it's not going to get there before Christmas. But in the meantime, and there's a chapter in there on, on changing homes as well. But I want you to go to the website, check it out. Just make sure that from the day you move, everything turns out to be positive. Try to do it on a weekend. I don't know if you work out of the house or you work outside, wherever. Make sure that you pick a couple of days or three days uh, where you're home with him. Uh, and again, as I said, make sure everything, including his water dish, including his food dish, everything's down before you bring him into the new place. That should make all the difference oh. for you, Alicia. Great. Thank you so much. Oh, before I, before you, I let you go, do you believe that dogs love their guardians more than cats? Uh. Uh, <laughs> well, you don't have to, answer, say, Alicia. You I, don't have to answer. I, I think they. I think they show it better. Now, well, you may be wrong, Alicia, but we'll talk about it. Anyway, listen, okay. don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold, and uh, uh, I will pick up, and we're going to send you a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want, and I appreciate that phone call. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. Tom in Cleveland with a pit bull. John in Connecticut. Linda in California. Sharon in Delaware. Don't go anywhere. Back to all of your calls right after this, 877-725-8255. Now, I am bragging. I want to once again tell you about the brand new 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats. You know, our pets remind you that the holidays are here. So put them at the top of your list. That's where they belong. For great holiday ideas, shop online at my website, thepetshow.com. Please don't forget that T-H-E. It's thepetshow.com. Or you can call my office directly. The Petshow.com store literally has dozens and dozens of unique gift ideas, like my statement t-shirt, the one I personally designed for pet lovers in three different colors saying, none of my friends walk upright. It's just $15.99 and free shipping. For a great stocking stuffer, an air horn is something every pet guardian needs on their walks to protect them and their dogs. Or let me suggest an autographed copy of one of my books, either How to Get Your Dog or How to Get Your Cat to do what you want. I want you to call our holiday line at 1-800-430 and the word HUGS, H-U-G-S. That's 1-800-430-H-U-G-S, and we will ship the Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement to your favorite dog or cat anywhere in the U.S. and Canada. So many great gifts at thepetshow.com, or call my office directly at 1-800-430 and the word Hugs. That's 1-800-430-4847, and a very happy holiday from all of us at thepetshow.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Hi, I'm Joey Herrick, founder of Lucy Pet. For over 30 years, I've created great products for dogs and cats, and in return, they gave me and my family a terrific life. To give back, I started the Lucy Pet Foundation, which provides free spay and neuter to help stop the 80,000 dogs and cats a week from being euthanized. Today, we've done over 16,000 free spay and neuters. To help fund this, I recently started Lucy Pet Products, shampoo, cat litter, and now the new pet food formulas for life. Ask for Lucy Pet Products. Thanks. Lucy Pet Products on Amazon.com and Chewy.com. 
coming up in a little bit, do your cats really love you as much as your dogs do? I got the answer coming up, but right now, uh, we're going to go to Tom. Hey, Tom, welcome to the pet show. Hey, Ward, I got a pit bull. I got him. He was six weeks old. His, uh, I put a deposit on him when he was two weeks old. His mama died when he was three weeks old. So when he got on hard food at six weeks old, I just went and got him. I got a 13-year-old Staffordshire Terrier that's very well-behaved, obedient, friendly. And him, he's six months old now, little Joey, thinks he's Cujo when he gets outside my gates. Okay, first of all, is it an AM staff that you have or a staff? I got a American Staffordshire. Okay, so he's, yeah, my, yeah. Ago, I, listen, Joey's, Joey's a six-month-old pit bull. Okay, American Staff, an incredible breed of dog. I trained Buster Brown dog. Tig was an American Staff, also much larger than this staff. Now let's talk about let's talk about jo Joey. Is that his name? Yeah, Joey. Yeah, he was three and a half pounds when I got him, and he crawled in my underwear, and I'm like, "What are you, a little kangaroo?" And then he went back in there again. I'm like, what are you, little Joey? So that's how that all started. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, Tom. When you take him out for a walk, I'm assuming he's on a leash and a harness, correct? Oh, yeah, he better be. <laughs> and when he's, and he's how old now? Six months. And when he sees another dog, what happens? Tail in the air, hair standing up on his back. It's, it's go time. And what's your reaction? Come on, let's go. No, 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 no. Do you stop first? No, I just take him away. And uh, he could be three houses away from a fenced-in dog, and he's still got the attitude. Okay, one of the things you really need to do is you really solidify, you need to solidify your basic training. Because if you have no way to control him when he's showing that aggressive behavior and you're correcting him, stop it, stop it, stop it, you're actually creating more aggressive behavior. So what you need to do with any dog, believe me, I've worked with, I've used to, you know, when I was back in New York, I was taking dogs out of, out of, of fighting rings and working with these dogs and, and down south. It's just amazing what can be done. So let me explain exactly what I want you to do. I want you to really focus on your basic training because right now when you're, when Joey is misbehaving, the only thing you can do is say, stop it. No, no, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. But if you had trained him properly, you'd be able to say sit. You'd be able to say stay. You'd be able to say heal. It's not going to be easy. It's going to take a little work right now because you've already established certain behavioral habits. But it's imperative for Joey to learn how to behave when you take him out for a walk because just the fact that he's a pit bull, everyone's automatically going to be afraid of him. So you've got to make sure that he's well socialized and well exposed. I'm assuming he's great with people? Yeah, he's fine with people, but uh, you know, he's. I wanted him uh, another running dog because Badger's going to be fourteen in April, and her. Well, yeah, you can. You over. should be. You should be able to run with him. But the most important thing you need to do is gain some positive control. Every time he's misbehaving right now, all he's hearing is negative. I would rather him hear positive when he is behaving. You know, so many people teach their dog the word no before they take the time to teach their dog the word yes. So I want you to focus really on your basic training. That's where you need to be right now. As long as you focus on the basic training, you should have no problem getting him to the point at first where at least he's ignoring other dogs. And then secondly, where perhaps he'll even be able to be around other dogs. But you need to focus on your basic training right now. Okay. 
Tom, don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to send you a book. I know the guy who wrote it. I'm sure it's going to help you out. It's called How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. And don't let my picture on the front cover scare you off. Tom, a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want is on its way to you. And I do appreciate that phone call. I Just a reminder that when you have, see, here's the scenario. Tom calls me up and he assumes, or most people assume, he has a problem dog. Joey is not a problem dog. Joey is six months old, and he's a dog with a little problem. Also, at six months old, right now, it's important to gain that positive control. Joey is a teenager. He's a delinquent right now. So he's going through those teenage years, which make him more rebellious. The most important thing you can do is establish that continuity. That's going to make all the difference in the world for you. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get right to Linda. we got Bob in Phoenix, John in Connecticut, Sharon in Delaware. We'll get to all your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away as well. And as I said, the question of the day, this is well, it's kind of the question of the day is, do dogs love their guardians more than cats? Coming up on today's show, I will prove to you once and for all, and I'm not crazy here. Well, maybe I am, but I'm going to prove to you once and for all that your cats really, really do love you. I'll prove that a little bit later. So if you have a cat, don't go anywhere. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away. Still coming up on the show, we're going to take a look at whether or not your dog is digging in the backyard and what you can do about that. All that coming up right here on Warren Eckstein. And yes, you're listening to The Pet Show. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. Did you know that a third of pet guardians spend more on their pet than they do on their friends? I know I do. How about you? Let me get right back to the busy phone lines here. We're going to start out with Linda. Hey, Linda, welcome to the show. Hey, I love your sense of humor. You're a crack up. (laughs) Some people think I'm a crack, but that's okay. What can I do for you? Okay. I have a small patio yard. I allow three of my cats to go in the yard in the back. Then I have two rescue dogs that are about 13, 14. And when I go to walk them, one of the two cats will often run out. And then I have to retrieve the cat. And sometimes they disappear like one of them this morning. And as a matter of fact, both of the two cats that get out did it again and i'm like what do i do with these okay well the, the first thing you have to, yeah you hit the nail on the head it's dangerous for the cats to be going out that front door i don't like to use a, a, a stronger method sometimes to prevent but sometimes a cat running out the door means that the cat's not going to come back could be hit by a car a coyote god knows what so what i'm going to recommend that you do and, and I've talked about this before, is let's make the front door area as uncomfortable as we possibly can for the cat. What I would try to do is during the day, when you're not using the front door as much, maybe get some double stick tape, put it on a piece of cardboard, a wide piece of cardboard, put that in front of the door so when the cat goes to walk on the front door, it's sticky, she's not gonna like it. I would try that, don't open the door, just make believe you're opening the door so the cat comes at that point and see if that doesn't 
help you. In other cases, you've heard me, in fact, you heard me talk about it. I know you listened to the KRLA show. You heard me talk about it there mm-hmm. where I suggested getting a runner. You know, the runners that they use when it rains, you put it on carpeting. It has nubs on the bottom. You can get one of those runners at any of the hardware stores and put that with the nub side up by the front door as well. Now, worst scenario, and I'm not going to recommend you do this right now, but when you have a cat that is really, really uh, a hell-bent on getting out, sometimes you have to be a little bit more assertive than I would like to be. You hear me talk about those little air horns all the time, and one of the things I've done in the past, I don't like to, but in the last resort to save a cat's life, I will, is when the cat approaches the front door from the inside, only from the inside, as soon as he gets a few feet away, just tap the air horn once, and I'll start associating that loud noise with the front door, and that will keep him away. Now, there is another alternative, Linda. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. You can teach your cat to walk on a leash and harness. Why don't you do that? Okay. You know, when they get out, they come right back home, but they want to be petted for like 25 minutes. <laughs> of course they do. But, you know, it may not be. If your cats enjoy going for walks with your dogs, then, then at least teach the one that, or both of them to walk on a leash and harness. Do you know how to do it? I could learn. Well, here, let me give you an example. And my, my, my engineer, Al, was just reminding me. You know, I tra- and I'm dropping names here, but I trained David Letterman's dogs, Bob and Stan, okay? And when I was working with Dave, I was doing, I did his show about 18, 19 times. And he said to me, Warren, you can't really train a cat, can you? I had adopted, a, not adopted, but I took in a feral cat named Maudie at that time, a little orange cat. And I spent time teaching Maudie to walk on a leash and harness, to sit, to stay, and to come when called. So Dave said, yeah, prove it to me. I went on the air with millions of people watching with my cat, Maudie. And Dave said, yeah, 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 Warren. And I put Maddie in, Maudie in a sit and stay. And she came right to me when I called. I walked her up and down on a leash and harness. And she walked up and down on a leash and harness. So it can be done. It takes some patience and some time. So you have an option. You can either prevent the cat from going out or take the time to teach him to walk on a leash and harness. So what I'm going to do, Linda, I'm going to send you a copy of how to get your cat to do what you want. And what I'm going to do in that book, in that book, you're going to find an entire chapter specifically on taking the time, it doesn't happen overnight, to teach your cat to walk in a leash and harness, and this way you have a safe way to take them outside so they can enjoy the outdoors as well. How's that sound? They love the outdoors. Yeah, that's why I say. But, you know, it's either that, because if they weren't front running out the front door, it was just a matter of them spending time outside, I would have recommended that you put an enclosure. They have cat enclosures now. They're not expensive. You can buy at Amazon. Oh, yeah. You might want to check that out. So well, you can put a cat enclosure the outside. They like, they like to go out both doors. Yeah, but they, the, the, the front door yeah, but the, but the front door is where they're getting away. That, that's the one I'm concerned about. So I want you to teach them to work on a leash and harness. Give me a call back in a few weeks. Let me know how you're doing, okay? Thank you. And give them a hug for me, Linda. Thank you. We're going to put you on hold. I'll pick up. And a copy of How to Get Your Cat to Do What It Want is on its way to you. 877-725-8255. We're going to take a break. When we come back, yes, we do have Sharon in Delaware. We have Bob in Phoenix. We have John in Connecticut. We got Ellen in Port Charlotte, Florida. I promise I'm going to get to all your calls. I got lots of great gifts to give away as well. But I want to ask you guys this question. There was a study that came out this week that says dogs can understand 89 words and phrases. I say bunk. 
My dogs, Molly and Willie, they can write a dictionary with all the words and phrases they understand. So is this a real study or do you believe like I, by the way, this was out of applied animal behavior science. Maybe they're spending too much time in a laboratory and not enough time with legitimate dogs and cats. Do you guys believe that your dogs and your cats for that matter can understand more than 90 words and phrases? Mine understand literally just about everything I say. Give me a call. Let me know. I'll send you a great gift. The phone number 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Let me take a quick break here, then I'll get back to all of your phone calls. Ellen, John, Bob, Linda, and Sharon. You know, what you feed your dog or cat legitimately can make all the difference in the world, not only about the way they feel physically, but the way they act behaviorally. A healthy dog, a healthy cat feels better. That's one of the reasons I recommend and have been recommending for many, many years now, Lucy pet food with that prebiotic formula. Lucy pet food is the food I feed my own rescues, Molly and Willie. And every day an email, a text, a letter comes into my office saying, Warren, thank you for recommending Lucy pet food. What a difference we've noticed in our dogs and cats once we've started feeding it. Not only Lucy pet food, they have a brand new item as well, the Lucy pet dog food roll, which is absolutely amazing. You're going to want to check that as well. But I don't want you to listen to me alone. I actually want you to hear listeners who took my advice and started feeding their pets Lucy pet food as well. Here's Someone one Someone gave me a bag of that Lucy dog food and my and my dog loved it. I mean, right away, you know, and I noticed that uh, the ingredients, everything, and then I, I saw the nutritional value about the healing, the gut, everything, you know, and I said, man, I got to get this dog food. Let me tell you another thing about Lucy Pet Food you might not know. You know, you go to the supermarket, the pet store, there's literally 50, 60, 70 different brands of dog food. A lot of those dog foods are made in the same manufacturing plants, all under one roof. Not Lucy Pet Food. Lucy Pet Food has their own manufacturing plant right here in Southern California, not too far away from where I live. And that's what they manufacture there, Lucy Pet Food. I'm a big believer. Lucy Pet Food's the feed I, food I feed, the food I feed my own pets. Check out Lucy Pet Food if you want your dogs and cats to be healthy. Lucy Pet Food is available at Amazon.com. It's also available at Chewy.com. Or check out all their foods at LucyPetFood.com today. Uh, you'll be happier, but you know what? Your dogs and cats will be a whole lot healthier. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein, host of The Pet Show. 35 years ago, I put my reputation on the line, developing my hugs and kisses of vitamin mineral supplements for dogs and cats. Your favorite product now offers improved joint health, plus lecithin to reduce shedding and promote healthy skin and coat. Here's what my listeners say about the new 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses. I'm Ellie with Bassett Beagle Rescue of the Heartland. Our rescues arrive with dry, flaky skin and digestive problems. On the radio, I heard about the 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses and tried them on our worst cases. Within weeks, we noticed how much better their skin and coats looked. The prebiotics and probiotics in Hugs and Kisses supplements boosted our rescue's immune systems and digestion. Our senior vehicles also responded to the joint health in Hugs and Kisses. Our rescues leave so much healthier than when they arrived, thanks to Hugs and Kisses. The new 4-in-1 Hugs and Kisses is an Amazon's choice. Also, Walmart.com and Wish.com or log on to ThePetShow.com. That's ThePetShow.com or call 1-800-430-4847, ThePetShow.com. 
lot of people may be getting together over the holidays. You're a normally friendly, lovable pet. Remember, he's kind of been confined for the last year and a half or two. Uh, so your dog that may be normally friendly or the dog you just adopted or got as a pandemic pet, dog or cat, uh, their uh, their reaction may be exasperated by the uh, pandemic. So just be conscientious about the fact that they haven't been exposed to as many things uh, during the pandemic. 877-725-8255, the phone number. Let's go to John in Connecticut. Hey, John, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, Warren. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family and your staff. Well, back at you, John. I appreciate that. How can I help you today? Um, uh, well, I wanted to get a dog, and uh, I've been wanting to for a long time, and I'm, I'm diabetic, and I have, you know, you have problems with when you have when you're diabetic, you know what I mean. Sure. Getting around sure. sometimes and stuff. Sure. Maybe not getting around. I have arthritis. You have arthritis too. Absolutely. Um, my brother told me he says don't get a dog because I, you didn't want to make it a family thing. I know. <laughs> um, he said I'm not taking care of it. He doesn't live in the same house, but he figures they'll be around helping me with a dog if I get one. You know, and I was thinking of getting a border collie. Maybe that's the wrong kind of dog to get. But I have him when I was a kid, and I just. Yeah, you know what I would do, John, if I were you? Okay, are you mobile now? Oh, uh, I'm in my house, but I'm on a... No, 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 I mean, are you able to walk around and do things? Oh, God, yeah, I'm only, I'm 61, I'm going to be 62. Oh, you're a baby, listen to me, listen to me, John, here's what I want you to do. I want you to get a dog, because it'll be good for you and good for the dog. But what I want you to do is adopt a dog that's a little bit older from a local shelter or rescue in Connecticut where there are many. First of all, when you get an older dog, he's already going to be a little mellower, a little calmer in many, many cases. That's what you'll be working with the rescues to adopt. So I would suggest an older dog. Now, I am a big fan of Border Collies. I am a giant fan of Border Collies, but I don't know with your restrictions, which may happen in the future, uh, if a Border Collie is the right breed for you, although I'm not saying it's not. Very possibly it could be. I've worked with many Border Collies that had people with challenges that did absolutely fine. So it's up to you. But I would say probably the best thing you can do is adopt a shelter dog a little bit older, maybe a little bit calmer. Sometimes they come already trained. Uh, that's where I would be headed in your situation. I just think it'll make life a lot easier for you, and I think you'll be able to adjust a lot easier. You don't have to go through the housebreaking and, and the chewing and all that nonsense uh, that you go through with a puppy. So an older dog rescued from a shelter, you're saving a life during the holidays, and let me tell you back, uh, tell you something, uh, uh, John, that dog or cat will pay you back every day for the rest of his life. So that's my suggestion. Adopt a little bit older dog from a local rescue or shelter. Yeah, I, yes, I, I understand. You know what? I I just feel bad when I get an animal that's older. It doesn't last as long, and I have to see it die. Seriously, well, why don't you? you know, I mean? you can adopt a two-year-old dog, a one-and-a-half-year-old dog, an eight-month-old dog. Oh yeah, I, I did it with all my cats. By the way, cats yeah. are very smart and they're loyal and they love every human. Oh, absolutely. So maybe maybe a cat's the way. I don't. Either way you do it, John, it's going to have to be your decision. But in terms of uh, getting a dog with what you're describing to me between the diabetes and at the same time the arthritis, which I know very well, uh, what what I would recommend is definitely adopting an old dog. Work with a rescue. Very often, they will match a dog that just came in uh, that, that, that would be the perfect dog for you. So adopt, 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 John. That's what I'm recommending to you. I understand. Yeah, I try to get the I try to get a purebred at the board. Why? Why? You don't need a pure... You know, you don't need a purebred, John. 
You don't need, yeah. plus, if you want a purebred, you know that uh, 25% of all dogs in shelters are purebred dogs. So if you want a purebred, they're available at shelters and rescues as well. But what do you care? Drop the blended breed. You're going to love this dog for the rest of your life. So he's got a tail that's a little curlier than you want. That's what I'm going to recommend that you do, John. Yeah. I John, I got to move on, but give me a call back when you ultimately adopt the dog. John, I'm going to send you a T-shirt that says none of my friends walk upright. But give me a call back when you're ready to adopt. I know everybody wants to adopt the kitten. Everybody wants to adopt the puppy. But there are so many incredibly older dogs. Listen, my guys, Molly and Willie, I don't know how I lucked into these two dogs. They're absolutely amazing. And they're maybe two and a half, three years old uh, when I got them. So adopt an older dog, John. It's the right thing to do, and I appreciate that phone call. 877 58255, the phone number. Ellen, Bob, Sharon, don't go anywhere. I got plenty of time to get to your calls. Be patient with me. Grab a cup of coffee. Give your dog or cat a treat. Wait a few minutes. I'll get to your calls and send you a great gift. But right now, I need your help. For years now, I've shared with you, all of my listeners, how thousands and thousands of senior dogs, defenseless puppies and kittens, are literally thrown out of cars every day in the deserts and the forests and the streets all across the United States. It's a life or death struggle until they're rescued by my good friend Leo Grillo at Delta Rescue. Leo, by the way, set up Delta Rescue 42 years ago, and he made this promise to every unwanted animal that he would keep them safe, happy and healthy for the rest of their life. And let me tell you, Leo and Delta Rescue have kept that promise. How can you show your love for these pets who have suffered so much? Do what I do. Send a Christmas love stocking. I sent many to one of Delta's 1,500 rescue dogs, cats, and horses. The stocking is just under $10, provides a Christmas stocking with over two dozen treats for one of these abandoned former pets. At Delta Sanctuary, every dog, every cat knows which stocking is theirs because twice a day, their caretaker gives that pet a treat from their own stocking. And with your holiday support, these throwaway animals transform into pets who now, though, they are loved and will be loved for the rest of their lives. I urge you to visit DeltaRescue.org or give them a call at 661-269-4010 and get some of those Christmas stockings. I bought a bunch of them. The phone number again, 661-269-4010. By the way, Delta is a top-ranked charity by CharityWatch.com, and they prove every day that your money is working hard and helping the animals. Make sure every abandoned pet at Delta Rescue feels the love with their own stocking, and you can make the difference. Log on to DeltaRescue.org or call 661-269-4010. You'll never forget their story once you visit DeltaRescue.org. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. You know you're smiling. Hey, we're back on The Pet Show. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. We'll take a quick break for the top of the hour. We'll get to Ellen, Bob, Melanie, and Sharon. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away. Uh, contrary to popular belief, many cats demonstrate love towards their guardians on a daily basis. While the receipt of a love offering from your feline in the form of an animal carcass may not be wanted. But these are the way your cat knows, uh, lets you know he loves you every day. They follow you around the house 
casually sauntering into the room where you're sitting, jumping on your lap and beginning to purr, greeting you enthusiastically when you return home, sending subtle cat signals of affection such as staring at you adoringly and then squinting or slowly closing his eyes, rubbing his head upon you to mark you with his scent, lying on his back in your presence with his stomach exposed. This is a sign of pure trust because your cat is in a vulnerable position. So for those people out there that think that their dogs love them more than cats, you're wrong. How you treat any living thing, you're going to get that response back. And I've lived with both. And I got to tell you, cats love their guardians as much as dogs do. 877-725-8255, the phone number. I'm Warren Eckstein, and you're listening to The Pet Show. Welcome back to the second hour of the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is it, folks. America and Canada's first and only real pet psychology training. If you have a question about your dog or cat's behavior, want to find out why they behave the way they do, how to resolve any issues uh, they may be having, great time to give me a call. If you're new to the show, uh, uh, if you have any, uh, just anyone who calls in and gets to talk to me live on the air will get a great gift uh, for their best friend. Uh, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. The question of the day was, do you do dogs love their guardians more than cats? Give me a call. Let me know. Let me get right back to the busy, busy phone lines here. Uh, I'm going to go to Sharon. I got Ellen. I got Bob. I got Melanie. But right now, it's Sharon in the great state of Delaware. Hey, Sharon, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, how you doing, Warren? I could not be better. How about yourself? Happy holidays, by the way. Happy holidays, sir. I'm I'm trying to solve a war in my house. I have two feral cats that I've adopted, and they're two years apart. And it's it's just like a battle to try and get them to get along. And, and I know if they did, they would both feel so much better, like having company. But it's like one has a toy, the other one wants that. One has food, the other one wants. Well, that. how how long I have think, you had the two of them, Sharon? Um. The older one, Harrison, I've had for four years. I found him at a motel when they were abusing him, and I brought him home with me. Well, bless the you newest for doing one, that. he was left off. People come on vacation, and they drop their pets off. He yes, happened to do. be one of them. And he was injured laying by the side of my house, so I took him down to the vet to be cared for in March. So I've actually had the two of them together since this March. Okay, tell me about the Armageddon. When they're in the home together, and you're home, are they together or are they separated? Well, I've seen times where they've come nose to nose. and No, I know, that's not what I mean. I mean, do you separate them? When you're home, do you separate them? Or when you're home with them, do they have free run of the house where they can see each other? Origi- they have free run of the house. Originally, I would have to have them leashed at separate ends, separate ends of the house because it was okay. a battle time. Okay. Then I took and I took the leashes off, and they now have free reign. They can go anywhere they want, but it's like one one comes near the other, and they start to hissing and hackle, and it's like, "Don't come near me!" Don't come well, near let me. me ask you. Let me ask you the big question, Sharon. When you leave the house and you go shopping or wherever you're going, 
When you leave the house, are they left to have free run of the house? Yes, they are. When you come home, is there any bloodshed? Is there any hair all over the house? Are things all knocked over? Uh, you think Armageddon happened. Oh, so it does look bad when you come home. There's no blood or no hair. I worry about the blood because the baby is FIV positive. Okay. So I try to keep him separated a little more and baby him a little more because of his condition. Sharon, whenever you have... Yeah, whenever you have two cats, or more than two, I've had as many as 35 at a time, whenever you have cats that are not getting along, the worst thing you can do is try to force the situation. What we need to do is make sure that they're not constantly focused on each other. Now, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know I often talk about uh, cardboard boxes, paper bags. You hear me talk about organic cat plants growing and other things like that. What I'm going to recommend that you do is I want you to turn your home into the perfect cat house legally for the next for the next month or so. And simply by that, I mean... I know I can talk about cardboard boxes till I'm blue in the face and people get one cardboard box, maybe they'll get two, and that's the end of it. I'm telling you, cardboard boxes are free. Go to any supermarket and get them. Every cardboard box smells different. So if you're constantly making their area change, they're going to be less apt to be at each other. The fact that they have more things to explore, more things to distract them, more things to think about. So what I would be doing is bringing these boxes in every other day, new ones, creating, you know, put one on top of the other, make a duplex for them, whatever you have to do. At the same time, I would make sure that I was having a little bit of the the, uh, organic uh, catnip growing, other safe plants that may be growing, plenty of items around the house for them to distract themselves with. For the cat that's the more aggressive cat, make sure he has a very high place in the home that he likes and go to. Very often when you have an assertive cat, as long as he has a high perch to hang out on, that will alleviate some of the aggressive behavior. That will make a difference. You might want to try some of the hormones on the market, like feel away. You know, some people swear by it, some people don't, but it's worth a try in your case. There's no reason that these two feral cats won't get along with each other. I think you made a few mistakes. So I think the most important thing right now is to go back to stage one. And the biggest change that you can make is just making sure that your home is constantly changing. Remember, these were feral cats. In the wild, every minute, every place they turned, every place they looked was different. In your home, everything's the same. So it's important to remember that because cats are nomadic, what we need to do is keep our environment a lot more changeable and a lot more interesting. That's where I would be right now. Now, if that doesn't work and they're still fighting like crazy, there are other things I can do. But I think, Sharon, at this point, let's try this. Let's try the easy way to approach it. I think it's going to resolve a lot of issues for you. And perhaps you'll come home one day and they will be sleeping whisker to whisker. How's that sound? Well, absolutely. Now, they'll sleep at night with me. One will sleep high and one will sleep low. But My in point the middle exactly. of the night, I can hear the little one climbing up the bed looking to try to instigate trouble with the big guy but is it is, is it getting to the he point where they're for a friend okay so so He's give them some okay follow my advice once i think the other cat the, the cat that's in bed is a little bit more distracted i think you're going to see some major changes give it a shot for a few weeks and give me a call back how's that sound sharon okay yes that sounds good one quick question yeah go ahead do cats get pika or pika 
Yes, they can get pica. Any animal can get pica, including human beings. Whenever you have a dog or a cat that's excessively chewing on a specific item, whether it be plastic or paper, um, yes, they can get pica. So it's not that, in fact, it's not that, that uncommon. Um, when I was studying in Europe, one of the things we found that there were a lot of dogs that would chew a lot, a lot of, uh, of matchbooks. And we found out that they were lacking sulfur in their diet. We added sulfur and that stopped. So yes, dogs and cats can both suffer from because my cat keeps chewing his harness. I'll put a well, harness maybe on that- I that could be just day he has it almost chewed off. That could be just because that that doesn't sound like pica to me. That sounds more like the cat just doesn't like to have a harness on him. So take that harness, put it right alongside of his food dish. Let him get used to the harness right down there. You'll be fine. Give it oh, a okay. shot, Karen. Give it a shot, Sharon. Give me a call back in a couple of weeks. Let's put Sharon on hold. We are going to send, uh, send. We're going to send Sharon for her cat. You know what, Sharon? We're going to send you some Lucy Pet Formers like pet food for the two cats. May calm them down as well. Make them feel a whole lot better. 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. Let's go to my friend Bob in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, Bob. Welcome to the Pet Show. Hey, Warren, how's it going? Ah, could not be better, Bob. Happy holidays. What can I do for you? Hey, listen, here's the deal. I got a seven-year-old German Shepherd, rescue dog, and uh, the guy abused her. I don't really know how she was abused, but every time I go to get her out, um, she pulls so hard. This dog is so strong. She just pulls and just drags you all over the place. I try to um, pull her back. And, and and be strong with her and pull her back and hold her there and she just when I go to release a little bit she pulls real hard again and just try, try this Bob try this try this take your fingers and interlock them interlock your fingers as we're talking both fingers right hand and left hand okay you got it right pull your right, right hand to the right what would ha- what happens your left foot gets well, tighter doesn't it right your left hand gets tighter right right so what happens when you pull a dog you instinctively make the dog pull more. You should never have pressure on the leash. What you need to do is either take the time to teach the dog to heal, or better yet, we're living in 2021. If you go online, there's now available no-pull halters. In fact, I developed some many, many, many years ago. They're not mine, so go to uh, uh, Chewy or, or Amazon. Look for no-pull halters. Get yourself a no-pull halter. What it does, it goes around the dog's under, I'm going to say underarms to make it easier for you to visualize, underarms. When the dog pulls, gets a little tension under there, that's probably the best way to approach it. If he was a little bit younger, you can do basic training with him, which is always good, but the fact that he's a little bit older, seven years old, might have been abused. I don't want to correct him. Let's try a no-pull halter. I think it's going to work for you. Give me a call back in a few weeks and let me know, Bob. Hey, listen, real quick, I got one yeah. more question. I got a, sure. another German Shepherd. I got two German Shepherds. I'll make this real quick. She's uh, Her hips are real bad, um, and she's having a hard time getting up. She does bowel movements. She goes outside. Um, sometimes she will fall down when she does her bowel movement or, or urinate, and we pick her up. And um, is it time? Bob, to how, old, how old is she? How old is she, Bob? She's 14 and a half. 
Uh, let's do this, okay? There's nothing in the world. There's no guarantees. It's an older dog. But what I'm, at 14 years old, you did something right. I'm going to send you a jar of the brand new four-in-one hugs and kisses vitamin mineral supplements. Has chondroitin, has glucosamine, everything your dog needs for strong hips. Now, at 14 years old, I don't think we're going to perform miracles, but at the same time, it will help the younger dog as well. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. Al will pick would up. You, and I'm, would, you, would you put her down or would you wait a little bit? Is she in pain? Is she in pain? Well, she has seizures about once every three weeks. Is she eating? Yes, very good. Is she pooping? Is she pooping? Most of the time, she's most of the time, she's in good spirits. Yes. Yes, it's not time yet. What I want you to do is every day spend five minutes looking in her eyes. When she's ready to say goodbye, Bob, she will let you know. In the meantime, let's get those hugs and kisses out to Bob, and I appreciate that phone call, Bob. Give both of those shepherds a big hug and a kiss for me. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Great time to give me a call. So i got lots of great stuff to give away. A quick break, then right back at your calls. You know, if you live with a cat, they let you live with them you know cats call the shots they call the shots on when they want to go to sleep when they want to socialize even when they want to eat they know exactly what they want and let me tell you what your cats really want it's called kitty lickies kitty lickies by lucy pet are scrumptious lickable moose cat treats and food toppers that's right your cats will actually enjoy kitty lickies either directly from the pouch you can squeeze it over dry food it's amazing for those finicky felines that won't eat as well kitty lickies lickable moose cat treat comes in three three feline favorite recipes there's chicken and duck sardine and tuna, salmon and chicken, and each two-ounce packet contains four individual pouches for your cats to enjoy. Kitty Lickies from Lucy Pet are made with no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. Your cat won't stop licking this delicious moose treat. So, if you want to treat your cat, while at the same time making smart choices about their health, Kitty Licky's Lickable Moose Cat Treat is a great choice. Plus, as I said, for those finicky cats, Kitty Licky's doubles as a great food topper. And like all Lucy Pet products, Kitty Licky's is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. I want you to log on to Lucy Pet Food. That's LucyPetFood.com, LucyPetFood.com. Check out Kitty Licky's and all the Lucy Pet products at LucyPetFood.com today. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Here's exciting news. You know my Hugs and Kisses vitamins have a 30-year record of keeping dogs and cats healthy and happy. But guess what? My new rescue dogs, Molly and Willie, inspired me to formulate a new improved Hugs and Kisses supplement. How do you upgrade such a successful product? Hugs and Kisses has added prebiotics and probiotics for improved gut health. Hugs and Kisses is now enriched with glucosamine and chondroitin to help treat and prevent issues with hips, joints, and bones. I boosted Hugs and Kisses vitamin content with vitamin C, zinc, folic acid, and biotin. Plus, Hugs and Kisses has added omega-3, 6, and 9, along with lecithin for improved skin health and much less shedding. I made sure they're free of wheat, corn, and soy. Hugs and Kisses are rich in essential antioxidants, optimizing your pet's health at any life stage. Keep your pets healthy and happy with tasty Hugs and Kisses treats every day. Available at Amazon, Walmart, Wish, or my website, thepetshow.com, or call 1-800-430-4847. That's 1-800-430-HUGS. Or log on to thepetshow.com. All right, so if you're looking for a new profession, you know, the beginning of the new new year, everyone starts looking around, let me recommend one to you. Duty Calls Pet Waste Removal. 
Duty Calls, a nationwide leader in pet waste remover services, is growing its footprint in the pooper scooper industry with openings in many different areas. Duty Calls currently cleans up over 57 territories across 23 states and has been named the number one, maybe it should be called the number two, the number one pet waste removal franchise in the United States by Entrepreneur Magazine. Hey, what do you do? I work for Duty Calls. 877-725-8255. Let's go to Melanie in the great state of Delaware. Hey, Melanie, welcome to the Pet Show. Hello, Warren. How are you? I am doing super. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Um, well, the reason I called was the gentleman who was thinking about a border collie. Yeah. Um, you are definitely right. When I was a teenager and going into high, junior high and high school in Maryland, um, I was walking our dogs, family dogs, a Siberian Husky and a Miniature Poodle at the time. And lo and behold, this little scraggly thing comes behind us. And we took him in, put it out in the paper. Nobody, and well, people answered it, but he wouldn't go near him. And we've come to find out when we took him to the vet that he was abused. Um, and then we were, I was allowed to keep him because we found out we didn't need a kennel license where we lived. But um, he was a great dog. He was a border collie. And um, he had a lot of energy and he was very protected. And they need a job. A border collie exactly. needs a job. You know, exactly. they, they buy him an ice cream truck, let him sell ice cream. That literally, <laughs> all joking aside. You know, border collies are incredible. I had the opportunity of doing a lot of work with border collies in Europe. And they're just so amazing that it's just like a smart child. If you don't give them focus, they'll find other ways to focus themselves. And it's not always the way you want it. So when you have a right. breed as smart as a border collie or many, many other breeds as well, what you need to do is make sure you're absolutely right. You need to make sure they're stimulated as much as you possibly can, exercise properly, and just make sure they, they never get bored. And, and what do you have now, Melanie? Well, I have two cats, and after the border collie passed, we had to put him down because of lymphoma cancer when he was 16. I'm sorry um, to hear that. We, oh, he was a wonderful. I still miss him. <laughs> um, but um, my parents were tired of the mopey faces in the house, so they got me two cats, two kittens. <laughs> they were brothers from the same litter, so I had those for several years, and then we got two more dogs later on during the course of my life. But now I have two cats that are pretty much the same as my two previous cats. But they weren't litter mates. They're a month apart. It's funny. And, sometimes, uh, you find, sometimes you do wind up with the same pets. How old are they? Uh, they are going to be eight years old this year. Well, congratulations. I'm trying to think what I want to send you, Melanie. I can say, you know what? You want some cat litter? You want some Lucy pet food? You want it? What do you want? A T-shirt? Tell me. The pet, food. the pet food would be good because the cat litter they have, they love it. Okay, um, so and they're working in that, but um, and also, um, going with what you were saying about the phrases, my yeah. these cats and my previous cats and dogs knew a hell of a lot more phrases than what the the studies say. That's because you talk to them, Melanie. I got to move on. So, Melanie, hold on. I'm going to send you some Lucy pet food for your cats. I appreciate that phone call. The phone number here eight seven 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 two five eight two five five. Ellen, when we come back, you're going to be my next call because you got a poop-eating dog in Florida. We can't have that. We got Bob in Altoona, Keith in Delaware. We got we just got off the phone with Melanie eight seven 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 two five eighty two fifty five. That is the way to get through. Plenty of time for your calls. If you just want to answer my question, if you believe dogs love their guardians more than cats, give me a call. Let me know eight seven 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 two five eighty two fifty five. I'm Warren Eckstein. And you're listening to The Pet Show.
so. It's the holiday season. Merry Christmas to all my listeners out there. Happy New Year. But at the same time, you may want to consider fostering a pet for the holidays. I think it's a fabulous idea. Many of my listeners in L.A., many of my listeners across the country are doing exactly that. They're fostering a dog or a cat from a shelter rescue humane society during the holidays. Uh, the only snag I see is that most of them wind up adopting the dog or cat. But what a great idea. There's no animal that spent time in a, in a cage during the holidays, so consider fostering. Back to the phone lines here. We are going to my friend Ellen in Port Charlotte, Florida. Hey, Ellen, welcome to the show. Oh, Warren, thank you. And a very happy new year to you, too. And you back are at so you. so wonderful in all the information you give. You know, my sister now, she has... Well, um, a blended breed, and uh, it was, we know it stayed in a cage, we know that. So, she's a poop eater. She, and uh, we know why, because she's been in the cage and she eats her poop, but now in the, she's got the whole run of the backyard, and she still does this, she's she's a delight, but she still does the same thing. So, we want to know, how do we get her to stop? Well, first of all, where was she kept in a crate? At your sister's house? No, no. She was uh, she, at the animal uh, place where they were. Okay, well, let's go over a couple of things. It's called capophagy. Yeah. That's the term. Capophagy is the term for dogs that eat their own poop. There okay. are several different reasons for it. Okay. One reason for a dog eating their own poop is obviously they're not getting enough food. The second reason a dog will eat their own poop is if they're not digesting their food properly, the food already comes out partially digested, which will cause them to eat it as well. The third reason that a dog will eat their own poop is that very, very often what happens is they're overly corrected by the people they live with, yelling at them constantly every time they see an accident, and very often the dogs will develop a habit of eating their poop rather than getting yelled at or corrected for it. So those are some of the basic reasons, and it could be a nutritional thing as well. In terms of stopping it, number one, how old is their dog? I think she's about a year old. Okay, here's what I want them to do. I want them to start feeding the dog three smaller meals throughout the day. Okay. Three smaller meals, not more food. I don't want a chubby puppy, but just three small meals throughout the day. Second thing, I'm assuming that most of the poop she's eating is outside. Here's what I want them to do. I want him to go to a supermarket and buy something called alum powder. Do you know what alum powder is? No, I don't. Alum powder is an astringent. It's what they use, A-L-U-M. It's what they use to make pickles. It draws the moisture out of the cucumber. It's also what's in a septic pencil. So alum powder, and here's how you use it. You use very little of it. You take about the amount of a pinky fingernail, mix it with a little drop of water, and just put a little drop of that alum on the poop, then start letting the dog in the backyard. When alum gets in the dog's mouth, it makes them dry out, makes them puckle up. Stop me from... Uh, actually uh, chewing my own nails. So that's one of the things I'm going to recommend that you do. The three smaller feedings, a little drop of the alum powder. They can use one of the bitter sprays they can buy at the pet store as well on the poop. That might even be better, easier for them to use. So they might want to try that also. Make sure also that as soon as the dog goes in the backyard, they clean it up. 
the less opportunity the dog has to eat poop, the less the desire to eat poop, and literally the habit starts to dissipate. So there's a couple of things going on here. The dog was in a cage, and dogs are clean animals. And if they're in a cage and the cage is not clean properly like that one wasn't, chances are they will eat their own poop rather than stay with it. But also in the situation of a shelter, it could have been the dog wasn't being fed enough, being yet, well, any number of things. But if you follow my advice, number one, what I want you to do is I want you to take some of that alum or one of those bitter products, leave the poop outside, spray it there. If she's not going in the house, that's not a big problem. I think this problem should be resolved with the three feedings a day in a matter of a week or two. If not, you call me back and we'll go a little further, Ellen. Now, Warren, what you said the last time was, uh, you know, yelling at her, stop that, and every, you know, that, uh, to tell her, get away from there. Yes, uh, that, I don't think that that's a good thing either. You never heard me? No, no, where'd you hear that from? Well, that's what my sister—that's uh, what my sister does. Uh, okay, so in other words, so you're, in other words, your dog or her dogs, your niece or nephew—that yes. dog's problem is yes. exasperated by yes your sister. Yes, I think so. Yes. So yeah, so let's calm your sister down a little bit, okay? Calm her down a little bit. Say this is not a big problem. But the more aggressive, the more assertive, the more nervous she makes the dog, the more the dog's going to eat its own poop. Build up that dog's confidence. The smaller meals make the poop outside taste horrible. She will get the dog will get the idea in no time at all. Give it a shot. If it's not working, like anything else, this is behavior psychology. I got a lot of tricks up my sleeve. This is the basic start call me back in a couple of weeks if you're not seeing success I will and another thing I want to tell you I want I, I, I want to thank you because I I just purchased the uh, the shirts none of my none of my friends walk upright are they right? the greatest or what I what's that are they the greatest shirts or what oh one in one in white and one in red and when I give my niece this she she helps out in an animal shelter I'm sure everybody's going to say, where did you get those shirts from? Because nobody, nobody has them. You could go into any stores around Oh, yeah, they can't have them. They can't have them. It was manufactured. It's mine. I designed it. They can't have it. It's Lawrence. it's yours. I know. Anyway, Ellen, listen. Tell you. Yes, I got them for her for Christmas. And when well, she sees them. Well, I what a great... What a great... Hey, Ellen, I got to move on. So you haven't caught... I never sent you a gift before. You bought those shirts. No, no, that's fine, Warren. That's fine. Merry, merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm gonna donate. I'm gonna donate the gift to a shelter. And thank you so much for calling. Keep me posted. I love my listeners. They're the best. By the way, if you would like to get one of those T-shirts for a friend or yourself, I was wearing the other one one the other day in Venice Beach. And I got to tell you, if you know anything about Venice Beach, there's a lot of crazy things on Venice Beach. But I was the craziest with the shirt that says "None of my friends walk upright." They are available at thepetshow.com. Check them out at my website, thepetshow.com, or you can call 1-800-430. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do a commercial from right now, so you can do it as well. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. Listen carefully if you're looking for the proper gifts for your pet-loving friends. You know, our pets remind you that the holidays are here. So put them at the top of your list. For great holiday ideas, I have put together, you can shop online at my website, thepetshow.com. Just remember, it's all one word, thepetshow.com. Or if you prefer, you can call my hugs and kisses counselor, Julie. 
The PetJo.com store has literally dozens, dozens of unique gift ideas. Like my statement t-shirt, the one we were just talking about, that says, uh, none of my friends walk upright. I personally designed those, uh, those shirts for pet lovers like you. And it's in three different colors. Also available at the, at the website is a great stocking stuffer. Those little air horns, every pet guardian, when they walk their dog, they need to have one of these air horns in their pocket. Check those out at thepetjoe.com as well. Uh, let me suggest an autographed copy of one of my best-selling books, either How to Get Your Dog or How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want. Call up my office at 1-800-430-IN-THE-WORD-HUGS. That's right, 1-800-430-HUGS. And we'll ship the Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement to your favorite dog or cat anywhere in the U.S. or Canada. So many great gifts at my website, thepetshow.com. Just remember that T-H-E, thepetshow.com. Or if you prefer, call my office directly at 1-800-430-IN-THE-WORD-HUGS. That's 1-800-430-HUGS, 1-800-430-4847. And of course, happy holidays from all of us at thepetshow.com. Check out the gifts there today. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. If you look at the top of a donkey across their back, every donkey has a cross on their back. They have a cross on their back, and people say the reason for that is that donkeys were at the manger at the birth of Christ. I'm just repeating what I've heard over the years. Uh, we're back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Exxon. If I forget the uh, wish you a, a Merry Christmas, Happy uh, Happy New Year. I'm doing it right now, but right now, let's go to my friend Bob. I love this. I love the name of this city. Bob from Altoona, Pennsylvania. Didn't George Burns used to make fun of Altoona, Pennsylvania, Bob? I think he did. Uh, I've made several calls from Altoona. It's just that because of my timing with work, I had or I got cut off or run out of time. Well, uh, before we run out of time, what's your question for me? Well, it's it's cat related. My sister has a, a feral, not a feral cat, but it's a, a animal shelter cat that she got, and she's almost two years old now, and it's not friendly. I bought her your book, okay. and I don't know where she's at. I don't want to nab and say, "Well, you read the book yet?" But the cat, she's her cat history. She loves cats. Because her companion, she's single. Uh, if this cat, you can't even hold it. You can't pet it. Uh, it is very friendly. How I mean, long has she had? How long has she had the cat? Oh, over a year now. Okay. Well, the cat, as you said, the cat came from a shelter, so we don't yeah. know the background on the cat. Perhaps when the cat was handled, and cats very often are handled sometimes not on purpose, but are handled pretty roughly. They're little; they mm -hmm. weigh ten pounds. You pick them up, you drop right. them from four feet. So it's very possible. What I would recommend that she does is spend time on the floor with the cat. But listen to me okay. carefully. Just be quiet. Yeah. Just try to breathe with the same breaths the cat has, and put out your hand where the cat is let the cat come over to it or just stroke him once and walk away i think the cat is now associating even though she loves your your sister and and she adores being with him she associates people with fear we have to get it through that fear scenario i had to do the same thing with my two dogs they were abused and it took me almost six eight months to get them through some of that fear and i'm still working on some of it with them so it sounds to me like whoever brought the cat to the shelter either ignored the cat or abused the cat and therefore the the cat doesn't know exactly how to deal with someone showing it affection. One other thing I would recommend is that your sister leave articles of her clothing around the house. Even though the house smells like her, I want the cat to start crawling up on them and, and smelling them and being comfortable. But laying in that prone position on the floor is probably the smartest thing she can do right now in a small room. Don't ex 
expect the cat to react the first couple of times. Just be quiet and lie there. It's a great way for her to meditate, and the cat will eventually come around. I've done this with literally hundreds of feral cats, but again, be patient. It may take weeks. It may take months. It may take a year. And tell her to read the book on building up the cat's self-image and self-esteem. Self-image. Okay. She will she will sleep with my sister now more than she had before. Well, that's a good sign. So she's bringing yes. yarn and things like that, but... But she's coming around. She's, that, yeah. she's coming around, Bob, little by little. Don't expect to happen overnight. Little by little, she's coming around, and I think you're doing, and she's doing absolutely fine. Yeah. Well, I sincerely thank you, and I love your show. Well, um, thank you, Bob. I Keep, I was, every chance I get. So. Did, did, you get, did I send you the book, or did you buy it? No, we bought the book. All right, don't go anywhere. Let's get Bob a T-shirt that says none of my friends walk upright. i got to take a quick break, then right back to your phone calls. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. You know, for over three years now, you've heard me talking about the benefits of Lucy Pet Formus for Life Pet Food and their incredible breakthrough in nutritional advancements like their prebiotic balance fiber. I've been sending it to listeners. Listeners have been buying it in the United States and Canada, and the day doesn't go by where I don't get letters, texts, and emails from listeners all across the U.S., as well as Canada, thanking me for letting them know about Lucy Pet Food and letting me know the incredible results they've been seeing. But don't take my word alone. I actually want you to hear one of these listeners and what they had to say since changing to Lucy Pet Food for their pets. I have a comment about Lucy, but I have a kitty um, who is a total indoor spoiled little kitty and I didn't buy Lucy because it was only in the salmon and he's just a chicken guy but I thought I'll get it because he keeps biting his tail and his tail was disappearing so my husband said just order it and we've had it for two weeks and he devours it and he's looking better and so I'm a believer in the Lucy stuff too. That's the same comment I get from everyone. Warren, thank you. Now I'm a believer in Lucy Pet Food as well. Lucy Pet Food is available at Amazon. <coughs> Excuse me. It's available at Amazon.com. It's available at Chewy.com. Check it out at LucyPetFood.com as well. If you want to give your dogs and your cats the food I feed my own, keep them as healthy as possible, check out Lucy Pet Food at Amazon.com, Chewy.com, or check out LucyPetFood.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. I'm not going to be able to take another call, Peter, Renee, but check out the website, thepetshow.com. There's literally hundreds and hundreds of articles there. They're all free. Check them out or you can give me a call next time we're on. I want to spend a couple of minutes talking to you guys because I respect you so much. So many of my listeners and so many people in general over the pandemic have taken the time to adopt dogs and cats. And these same dogs and cats can become really distressed by changes in their routine. Many of these dogs and cats have been with you during the quarantine. So they've not been exposed to a lot of people. They've not received a lot of socializing. So it's really, really important, especially during the holiday season, they're going to be a lot of anxiety with your pets based on the fact that a lot of people may be coming over. They're unfamiliar with a lot of people and probably unfamiliar of having that many people around. So I want you to understand that. Now, that would be normal behavior every year for dogs and cats that may have been sheltered. However, remember this, because of the pandemic, just because of the pandemic, the whole response has been exasperated by the fact that these dogs have literally not been exposed to people and other dogs. So take that into consideration when you have your holiday uh, parties and your holiday fun. 
And you need to understand that many of these dogs or cats have just never been exposed to anybody before. So that's important to, uh, to understand. So let me share this for one more time. I forgot to do this and I really got to do it right now. So why did Santa pick reindeer? A reindeer can essentially see in the dark, which makes them perfect for guiding Santa on his journey. Reindeer can stay warm, see in the dark, stay upright on slippery surfaces, and find nutrition in the harshest environments. All invaluable skills for pulling off the biggest night work on Christmas Eve. Of course, Santa's reindeer can also fly. They can't thank evolution for that, though. Unlike all other adaptations, as we all know, reindeer's ability to fly comes simply from a sprinkling of magical Christmas dust from Santa. It's so true. But if you think about it, reindeer are the perfect animals for Santa to choose. We are out of time once again. Let me wish you all a very, very merry, a very safe holiday, a very merry Christmas, a very happy new year. Until we speak again, have a great time. I'm Warren Eckstein. You've been listening to The Pet Show.